Hi everyone, and welcome to the Architectural Research 3 podcast series. My name is Ren, my pronouns are he, they. I'm a final year architectural and interdisciplinary studies student. This podcast series allows students to explore and discuss their research papers based within the built environment. For today's episode, I am joined by Elio, and we're going to have a chat about transmasculine representation on screen, trans representation on screen in general, and why good representation is important. All right, if you just want to start by like introducing yourself. My name's Elio. <laughs> um, I use he, him pronouns. Uh, I'm 20. Uh, yeah, that's about it, I'd say, unless you want more detail. <laughs> We're going to have a chat about trans representation on screen. So have you seen the Boys Don't Cry or Druk or any other? I've definitely seen Boys Don't Cry once. Um a while ago uh it was very sad <laughs> it's very very sad yeah. um and honestly other than that like when you asked me to do this I was really trying to like dig around my brain to think about like any like trans masculine like anything I'd seen and I'd realized it's um it's like non-existent <laughs> at least in my um you know the things I've watched um yeah well that was that was sort of why i did this project because it's like just so ridiculously underrepresented on screen like there's just like a handful of examples and most of them are not great (laughs) no no for sure Um, sure. so that's kind of why i wanted to do this project and then have a chat about it because my the one thing i kind of want to talk about was like where where have you tried to find representation like where trans masculine representation hasn't existed like have you tried or not tried but like you know there's like queer coded characters have you like found like trans masculine coded characters which you like identify with or sort of played the role of representation where it's not existed like i generally don't even think i could like actually think of any of those I feel like, especially on screen, I feel like there's a lot of, like, not a lot, there is more, like, trans feminine, either, like, whether it's coded or, like, you know, just actually explicitly, like, characters, side characters, anything, then there are trans masculine, like, I generally, you know, even if, I I generally don't think I could even think of any, like, coded ones, you know, Um, I guess just... I don't know if it's because I don't consume enough anything <laughs> to like generally like, <laughs> think of any, but um, and that's considering that I watch like I'm really not even I try to I just enjoy watching things that are like more explicitly like queer or like have queer characters in it, um, just because like, I feel more comfortable and safe with that. And yeah, somehow I still literally could not even name like a single instance of any <laughs> any really um. I don't know if you've watched um like Good Girls on Netflix, um, but there's like a like trans masculine like boy in that, like the son of one of the the main characters. And when I saw that and I realized I like I genuinely clocked, I was like, wow, I think this is the first time I've seen a <laughs> trans masculine character on screen. And I'm pretty sure that was the last. <laughs> like I don't think I um yeah, I don't think I saw any after that. 
What what was the what was it? Sorry, I didn't catch it. So, um, it's called it's called Good Girls um, on Netflix. It's like completely unrelated. It's not in, inherently queer in itself at all. But one of the main characters, um, like son, is transmasculine, and like you see that happen throughout the throughout the season. Um, and yeah, that's generally like one. It's quite interesting because it's like. A young person you know like it's a teenager which I think is also really important because I feel like a lot of the not even that I've watched but a lot of like trans masculine representation that I've heard of not even like first-hand experience um on screen seems to be quite like which fair enough they're like mainly adults but um yeah I hadn't ever thought of like seeing that on tv like an actual teenager you know mm-hmm. going through the the motions of like social transition you know um let alone on a show that had like nothing to do with that it was just a side like plot you know it's just the kid was like one of the side characters and being like the kid of one of the main ones um and that was just a storyline and I thought that was really sweet I was like that made me feel really like you know visible in a way but that's generally the only only instance of any sort of like trans masculine specifically representation that I've seen yeah. on TV yeah. um yeah like I watch a lot of queer shows I've seen you know some trans representation is usually more feminine um and I think it's quite interesting why that is um but um not you know that's obviously a wonderful thing but mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's there's quite an uneven balance yeah no I think it's interesting that you say that like particularly to have representation of like teenagers mm-hmm. who are trans is just practically non-existent and I think that is like that should really be the focus surely you know you yeah know? no exactly because I feel like that's you know really those are the people that need the representation you know like obviously mm-hmm. like it's really nice for like you know I mean I'm not saying we're very old but like you know slightly slightly older um late teens young adults okay it's great for us to see that but you know I don't know I think specifically young people teenagers that like if I'd seen that when I was when I was younger when I was because I only like realized I was not cis like when I was like 15 16 you know for a lot of people Mm -hmm. that's considered quite late um I generally think if I'd seen something like that on a show which is just you know a show completely unrelated which I'd been watching randomly and that was like a small plot line in it I I would have been so just taken aback but in a good way you know like like I was but it would have you know I think it would have been really nice to have been able to maybe see myself even if I didn't know it was myself yet but um yeah no that makes that makes sense I mean, I think, I mean, I came out when I was 19, so, like, <laughs> I can't really, really... Oh, yeah, well, there you go. There you go, honestly. Yeah, like... I think it's because I'm, um, again, a lot of, like, the people, the people I know that are trans that I'm, like, close with, they're mm. all quite, like, binary trans and, like, almost, like, yeah, just, like, realised quite young, even if, like, they didn't explicitly know they were, like, trans or, like, you know, just not cis. There was, like, they, they, they can look back and they can, like, see indications of it, you know? that wasn't the case with me. I'm very feminine in a lot of ways, you know. Um, you know, I think actually having seen, if I'd been able to see stuff like that, just casually on on TV, on film, it would have 
it would have had an impact for sure yeah yeah definitely I mean I also think where it's like I go I think I just didn't really have the language to like fully understand yeah no definitely like definitely. what <laughs> was going on and I think you know like having and this is my like this is why I want to talk about like good representation and why it's important and why bad representation is so harmful because you know if you if all you have is bad representation then your whole view of whatever it is is completely marked by that yeah and having a complete lack of good representation means that there's nothing to sort of balance that out mm-hmm. being like oh well you know there are like a f- tiny handful of examples of transmasculine representation it's like well that's not really good enough if they're not even that great no absolutely like i think there's there's um again i haven't watched this but i watched like a video on like transmasculine representation ages ago um mm-hmm. and like one of the examples they put up was from from the l word um yeah yeah that's yeah, what i was thinking about i haven't watched it but just the explanation of like the trans mask character on that yeah. I almost lost my shit I was like I know this is like a not very like modern show I guess but you know it was meant to be quite like queer and queer friendly yeah I mean it was like ahead of its time for when it was but also like not <laughs> yeah again probably the just the fact that that character was there would have been revolutionary but like just by the sounds of it it, the fact that like I don't know what again what I watched I can't say that I've like you know actually watched the show or anything but like that the second he started taking testosterone he became like a dick essentially and he just like was like much more angry and like and I'm like oh my god this is so bad like this is just such a not okay thing to yeah to yeah yeah and it's like if that's the only example of representation it's like then you know a trans masculine teenager like that that's not you're not gonna look at that and be like oh I see myself like I feel yeah, so seen no, and represented no. it's like oh god what the hell yeah literally like <laughs> so much more and I, that's a wonderful thing like positive trans feminine representation now you know even with like with shows like Pose or something even if it mm-hmm. is directed by like a cis white guy like there's always flaws but like the actual <laughs> you know yeah just, there are so many trans feminine like actresses in that you know um um and like that's really amazing because obviously I think trans feminine representation has existed for a long time but it was obviously absolutely terrible because you know yeah like it existed in like the most negative way exactly like you know trans trans women trans feminine people they've you know they've always been almost like you know a bit like a laughing joke a bit you know considered Mm -hmm. like monstrous in a sort of way which is absolutely horrible and terrible as it is um but then like it's almost like trans masculine people just aren't interesting enough um or like we're not we're not considered like I don't know like I think that's why that there is literally none trans feminine people were how do I put this like like interesting to cis people they'd like be so shocked and so like worked up about like how this person could look like this and be like this and all the like things they you know do to their body and whatever um you know very just it's not nice obviously it's a horrible way of like thinking about a person but um yeah it's like yeah I think I've always thought of it as like 
no one actually thinks about trans masculine people I think as much when they think of and, and maybe not as much anymore but like a while ago when you think of like trans people yeah well I think it's sort of like um the, the face of trans people has also often been trans feminine people just sort of throughout history sort of the, the good and bad views of being trans has always been yeah. trans feminine people um and I do feel like a lot of the sort of good trans feminine representation on screen in recent years has like been a reaction to you know like decades of horrible really harmful Mm -hmm. representation um but also I kind of feel like trans masculine people don't really fit into the narrative that a lot of um like transphobic people or you know like I don't feel like if it doesn't fit into their narrative no no definitely like the the experiences mainly like social are so ridiculously different you know like um and I think you know in a lot of ways I think we all know that like trans feminine people have it a lot harder you know most of the time misogyny Mm -hmm. plus transphobia plus like everything else but um really I think that the narrative is is very different and if anything that it's exactly that it's that it's almost like we haven't actually had that much of that sort of like mocking you know really derogatory representation at least like on a mass level like the way I think trans feminine people have had that it's almost like we can't really have that sort of like reactionary oh pushing trans feminine people in a in a good light because mm-hmm. we've never actually had any light put on us even like a <laughs> bad one you know like there are like the obviously the odd examples but I still think most of them are like really really recent you know like boys don't cry is probably like the first time that ever happened and that's not even that old of a movie you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know um like it's so it's so sparse that it's almost like you I mean you can but there isn't that sort of like reactionary okay you know like the trans like struggle and experience it's so much more like mainstream now and like so many more people are aware of it that came as a reaction to like the bad representation and like the struggles of like trans feminine people which is a very very real thing you know but it's a response to that so if we never actually had any bad representation let alone representation to begin with you can't actually have that sort of reactionary trying to make it good um so what 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 sort of representation would you want to see i mean obviously like any representation would be nice but (laughs) what would be the ideal there is genuinely such like bare minimum that it's like I don't even have something to go off like you know I was criticizing Pose I'm like Pose is like an amazing show like it's about mm-hmm. you know queer history and queer culture with queer trans like actors and like you know writers or whatever not directors you know but um there's still something to criticize there but literally with like trans masculine rep- representation it's like oh my god I could have anything <laughs> not really but um yeah like just the the existence of some would be yeah. a huge difference well I mean this is also like kind of um you know like with Pose is trans mask people were involved in the ballroom scene we've just been completely written out mm-hmm. of history basically oh definitely definitely that it's and I think goes into that narrative of like trans feminine people being more like interesting I don't know how I there's a better like adjective for it but like society has always been so much more fascinated 
with trans feminine people and mm-hmm. it's almost like trans masculine people aren't interesting enough I don't know if it's because like just men <laughs> or like masculine people aren't interesting full stop to like society or what but um yeah like you watch um like the actual you know like Paris is burning or like actual I know that again that documentary has like it's it's downsides to it but like you watch something about the boring scene and I'm like I watched it and I was like wait there's actual like you know it's not just there's all types of people here including people like me you know I think definitely uh you know a lot of the quote-unquote representation um very loose term it's very very based on the actual process of transition which I get in a way um but it's always very like oh there is a word for it my English is just slipping out of me bit by bit um like our narratives and our lives are like made I don't know like showcased and they're like made like dramatic for for like cis appeal you know um yeah 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 I know like medical transition especially like trans feminine people just like you know just obsessions like society's obsession with like you know hormones and surgery and all of this and like all the changes you go through and like blah 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 it's like you know that's a very private thing in a lot of ways and like I feel like most of the storylines that you know involve a trans person probably have to do with with that or you know just like pure violence and like discrimination which like you know we're already living I don't want to like see it on tv yeah it's like no we just want we want representation not like (laughs) I don't need exactly I don't need like a bio of like what what a day-to-day for like just I hate crimes that's what I wanted to see on screen Uh, (laughs) yeah I think no I think we're long what you were saying though is like it's very like sensationalized for, for that, that's the uh, word I'm, I'm literally I'm, my my vocab is so bad I'm like interesting that's all I can think of but um yeah I know that's exactly the word I'm yeah like for a cis audience because they're like and I'm guessing I don't know if they're just like there aren't enough trans people to like have an audience or to like yeah. make enough money but it's like so designed for like a cis heteronormative audience to like keep them engaged or like I don't know I just find it really odd how often these stories are like framed in like such demeaning ways even like even some of the good representation is still like we're just going to focus on medically transitioning because that's what cis people find interesting it's that it's that sort of like you could always tell with with shows and not just with like trans but just like general queer representation when that queer representation is for queer people or for like cishet people that it's so obvious when that's the case um and but like that thing of you know what you're saying of like maybe there just isn't enough of like a trans audience I generally don't think that's true because you know it's no I'm like god if there was like one bit of good representation every single trans person would literally we would like rush to it like a (laughs) light of birds you know (laughs) like if anything they're really missing out on a good market (laughs) you know I think it's like representation in general you want to just steer away from like stereotypes and like you know just being a bit too like especially with like transition you know that you don't all this detail on like the medical aspect of it is not necessary for your plot line I guess social transition is you know especially if you're having a character that is like pre-transition and then is transitioning during the show. Fair mm. enough if like social transition is going to be an aspect for it. But, um, you know, I, I kind of just want to see shows where like, 
you know, trans people just exist, you know? And if they are like mid transitioning, that can be a thing that's happening, but I don't want it to be the only thing that's happening, you know, like, you know, like young people, like young, young trans people, like in school, you know, that is, it's a very real thing (laughs) that happens. But I also, I don't know if that's like shooting too high still, because we literally only just about got that with like, you know, like gay people and like gay representation you know so yeah <laughs> like I, I don't know maybe I need to like take a step back and be like okay baby steps baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> yeah the bar is so low I think also kind of I wanted to talk about like um you know like trans actors playing trans characters and my opinion on this has sort of changed over time but I'm also kind of in the mind where I'm like a lot of the trans stories that are still being told are like very demeaning and so you know medical focused as we said that I'm like I almost don't want to put trans people through that (laughs) so I'm just like until we have like actual good proper representation yes we need trans actors on screen but like we we need them to be be telling good trans stories you know what I mean because I'm like well yes like cis people need to stop playing trans characters because like this is just ridiculous but if it, you know, if like the if our stories are just gonna be sensationalized and like fetishized almost, I know that word's like so overused, but it is a bit. Um, it's like I just <laughs> literally like fine if you're gonna like have such bad representation, then like don't don't make us suffer for it. You know, <laughs> like right. Like, I think the one the bar is the so one... low. Like don't sexualize don't like make it about like our genitals or like treat us like with some some level of respect please (laughs) that's it that's where the bar is um i do think like with um or like some interesting narratives coming out uh from when it's a sin came out and russell t davis was like we need gay actors playing gay characters and it's like okay the fact we're only just getting there i'm like we'll we'll get We'll get there with trans actors. And I think we are getting there slowly, but I'm like, okay, yeah, it's 2021 and we're just having that conversation. It's definitely good, especially with like the internet and honestly, like low-key cancel culture. I know everybody hates it, but I genuinely think it has a purpose on putting pressure on this sort of thing. You know, um, mm. there I think there are so few instances where all these like sort of minorities, all these like, where literally not just like gender sexuality, but also like, racial like you know like neurodiversity like literally everything when you are writing or like having that storyline in your production there is so much criticism now about like you know not making that accurate you know as in like you know the actor actually being of that minority um and like it's happened like really really quickly but um I think it's wonderful (laughs) um because you know like it obviously still happens but even if it's just like a day where twitter is like absolutely fuming about it it's like people are still fuming about it which i think is great it shows that like like someone's actually you know someone's actually pissed off and i'm glad yeah no i i I loved it it was amazing but um i was again i was actually kind of disappointed that a show like that that was like no explicitly like I don't know if it's like me as a trans person I'm like seeking out for like any opportunity where they could have like stuck us in there I know I'm like come on (laughs) that felt so explicit I was like you know like we come on we 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 do exist um we were there and I'm sure you know we suffered just as much like with Russell T Davis has often been 
Like, I feel like he's been pretty on it, like, with trying to, like, put queer representation out there. And he even said in an interview, like, oh, like, I know that, like, trans people exist and existed then. And I'm like, well, where, where are the trans characters? Because it's literally, like, it doesn't even, okay, I have this, um, this film that I love, which is a, a French one about the AIDS crisis, um, which came out in, like, 2019 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally even that, even that film, okay. It's like about these like meetings of like this activist group um, that meet up, you know, to like talk about AIDS and like, you know, how they're going to like bring bring activism around it. And even then there was one teeny, teeny, tiny side character that was a trans woman talking about how um, um, like her HIV treatment um, was... uh, messing with like her hormones her hormone treatment or something and how she was like you know there's not enough Mm. research about this that was literally I kid you not a three minute clip in a 90 minute film and that was already like I was already so happy with that I was like oh my god look they're mentioning trans people in like the you know the AIDS crisis which is like thought to be like just you know a you know something that affected gay people when no it was like queer people including trans people you know um like you could do more of course you could do more but even just that like three minute like, three minutes is, is so much better enough for it to become like my genuine like favorite film you know <laughs> like I just feel like they're wasting opportunities here like they they do not know what they're missing out on <laughs> well this you know back to when you're like oh I don't think they think it's interesting but I'm like th- these are such interesting storylines that yeah. they and I don't know if it's just like they're not aware if they're like oh it's too risky but I'm like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Literally, okay. These are like, like, you've got you've got the idea of like, okay, we need gay characters to play gay people, mm-hmm. right? Literally, the exact same thing that you're thinking about gay people is going to apply to trans people in the sense of you know, oh, you want to consult them to make sure that like you're being accurate. Okay, that's exactly the same for trans people. It's just such a huge gap in these storylines, and I mm-hmm. don't know how they're just not seeing it yeah I think they, I don't know <laughs> what was the what was the name of the French film um it's called um at least in English it's called like 120 bpm like beats per minute oh that's on my watch list I haven't seen it though it's so so good I absolutely love that film um I really recommend it it's all right I will I will watch it soon it's yeah. been on my watch list for a while but yeah, yeah. I will definitely watch it soon Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Elio for chatting with me. And remember to go listen to the other podcasts on our website.